Hello and welcome to the only podcast that's all about Fort Meade, our community, and life in the military. I'm your host, Joe Nieves. And I'm your co-host, Sherry Kuyper, and you're listening to Fort Meade Declassified. Hey, Sherry. (laughs) I laugh because this is literally how you start. Every show. (laughs) After we just sat here and talked like 20 minutes. Yeah. You turn around and say hi. You're seeing me for the first time. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. How have you been? Uh, well, little bit of info for everybody listening. Um, I had COVID. Oh, I wasn't going to tell everybody. I mean, I really don't care that people know about it. Yeah. Um, I did everything to protect me and my family, but unfortunately my kids it's caught just, it through school. It's just going around. Yeah. It's well, not, like the Colonel said. We're not we, done with we're it. We're not done with, co- or COVID's not done with us. That's right. That's how you, that's, that's, that's how he what he says. Yeah. We may be done with it, but it's not done with us. Right. Right. Exactly. So my family and I caught it. Thankfully we were all vaccinated as the rules, you know, supposed to be. Sure. But and everybody's better. Everybody's doing better. A uh, little bit of, of prolonged not symptoms, but it kind of, we're not, we don't feel a hundred percent yet. Yeah. Like even after almost now two weeks, we still don't feel a hundred percent, which is not great. Right. But all the, all the really serious stuff is gone. So yeah. that's, that's really what made us feel a little bit better about it all. Yeah. Cause I know you called and you told us. Yeah. And then yeah. you were like, I'm going to telework from home. And the next day you're like, done. <laughs> I hit a brick wall. Yeah. And that's really how it felt. It felt like hit a brick wall. I went from from 100 down to like Because you were driving 20. to work. We got right. the news that yeah. there was a, you know, that somebody in your house was yeah. positive, right? Yeah. It was crazy. So our kids were sick over the week. Well, our, our, our oldest was sick over the weekend. And we tested her just to be safe. And right. it came up negative. But I wasn't scheduled to come into the office till Tuesday. And she stayed home Monday. And so we tested her again on Tuesday because it lasted, you know, four days. And right. so we were starting to get concerned. And maybe 15 minutes before I got to the office, you know, I got the phone call from mm-hmm. wife that she tested positive. And I was like, <laughs> I immediately called Chad. Yep. I immediately called the office and was like, a uh, family member tested positive. I'm turning around. I'm not coming in. Right. And I felt Which was fine. the exact right thing to do. Right, right. I, I'm trying to avoid it as much as humanly possible. Right. So. Our, our office has di- done really well yeah. with avoiding Congratulations. It. You're yeah. the first one to get it I in broke the, the streak. Yeah. <laughs> Great. It's all downhill from here. Yeah. Well, I mean, you guys don't have kids in elementary school or anything no, like that. this so is true. This is true. That's that, that was the weekly in our armor. It was, it was <laughs> kids sick and, it can, and sometimes you don't know and yeah. that's what happens. Well, and it's to the point too that every little sniffle, like, yeah, is it COVID or is it allergies? Is it COVID or is it a cold? Yeah. Is it you know? Yeah, and everything worries me like that now. Like it's, even even sneezing, like I'm yeah. just like, is it? Well, is it's it? it's a good reminder, like you yeah. said, that it's still there and yeah. it still has an impact. I'm glad that the family is doing better. Me too. Even yeah. though you're not feeling quite a hundred percent yet, but definitely getting uh, and sounding better than than last yeah. time we talked. Yeah, and asked all of the requirements so I could come back to work. You know, making sure I don't bring anything with me. So thankfully, we're we're beyond that scope of time. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here right now. Yeah, you know. Well. I'm glad you're back because yeah. it's it's a busy couple of weeks coming up yes. for the garrison. Yes. And being down a man yeah. is is never good. Um so so yeah, so to so what do we got coming up this week? Thursday. Yeah. We have the Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Observance. That's right. That's Over at Club Mead. Club Mead. At yeah. what at what? Eleven thirty. Yes. And 
please go to these events. These are awesome. These events are so cool. Yeah. They happen every month. Uh, one, you get fed. Not that that's the priority, but it helps. Let's be honest. It does help. But they get some amazing speakers from all different yes. walks and perspectives of life and gives you insight into things that normally you wouldn't have insight to. Yeah. So, so take, the mo- take the time and go. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, we're all busy, right? Like yeah. we all got a lot of work on our plates. I get that. But these are really important events, yeah. and they're really important to the garrison and the garrison commander. So, so go. Take the time and go. Even if you can't stay for the food, maybe. Yeah. But go into the speakers yeah. and just really um, you know, show, show that support like you just said. Um, so, yeah, this one's going to be a cool one. I'm excited for it. Can't wait to see uh, what they have to talk about this year. Yeah. It's going to be pretty awesome. Yeah. And... I know tomorrow the Special Operations and Warrant Officer Recruiting office is going to hold an event down in Fort Myer. Uh, you go over to our Facebook page or Instagram, you'll be able to see a flyer for it. Uh, it's kind of late notice. So if you're just hearing this, you're probably not going to, you might not be able to make it tomorrow, but tune in social. You'll probably see a few photos of doing a jump onto one of the parade fields or one of their uh, jump fields. So that's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. You know, that'd look. be cool to check out. Another thing to check out mm-hmm. if you're a baseball fan. Oh. And you're an O's fan. Ooh. You might see some familiar faces at the O's game Friday night. Okay. On the 20th. It's uh, Armed Forces Weekend for the Orioles. Mm-hmm. And Friday night, uh, Garrison Commander is throwing out the first pitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have the U.S. Army Field Band is uh, going to be there singing the national anthem. Prior to the game, some service members got this cool opportunity to do an on-field meet and greet with the team. Yeah. So you'll probably see some highlights from that during the game. Be sure to check it out. Of course, as always, it'll be on our social and all of that fun course, stuff, too. Yeah. But if you're watching the game and you're like, that guy looks familiar, <laughs> it very well may be the colonel that it's you're watching. Colonel, so, yeah. yes. So I know he's, like, warming up that that pitching arm, and, you know, maybe he'll have a gig with the Orioles someday. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about all that, but some really fun stuff coming up. And then, of course, this week we're also – signing an IGSA, an Intergovernmental Support Agreement. And these are some really cool, cool initiatives with the Army. And basically, we're going to be working with our county to get them to tear some services we need on the fort. It saves us money, makes them money, so it's a, a good deal it's all around. Win-win. But we're actually yeah. signing the 100th one for the entire Army. So it's a big deal. It's a big milestone. Yeah. And again, it's not it's not just Fort Meade doing these. It's the entire Army. And it's uh, really important and really that great community partnership that we have and, and making sure that we're getting the support we need and, and helping our community partners out at the same time. Yeah. That's, that's probably the coolest thing about what you get to see here at Fort Meade is just how much interaction we have with local government, local business, uh, organizations that operate in our area. It's, it's just great to see the cooperation between the people on the base and the people off the base. So it's really cool. Yeah. Speaking of, you know, the colonel being at the Orioles, you know, we're talking with his counterpart today, Sergeant Major Andre Welch. Yes. You know, it's uh, great to get to talk to the new Sergeant Major. He's only been here a few months how he plans on connecting with the the service members mm-hmm. and the folks here on the garrison. Very cool perspective, getting to sit down with him. Sergeant Major, thanks for being with us here today. Thanks for having me. Excellent. So the first thing we want to know is what are your priorities as the garrison command, Sergeant Major? Well, first, my priorities are really aligned with the garrison commander's priorities. So whatever his priorities are, are my priorities. It's just I have initiatives, right? Mm-hmm. And so one of my initiatives is the quality of life for our single soldier living in the barracks, right? That is like my number one initiative 
making sure that they are taken care of. They're not overthought. They're not afterthoughts. I mean, when you get to the installation, you hear a lot of issues and certain concerns with, with housing, right? Yeah. People think of family ties housing, right? like sure. those dependents over there. People rarely think of the barracks. That is their housing. And so yeah. that's my job. And that's my priority. My focus is to ensure that the quality of life is taken care of. Secondly is, I'm. this is, again, not my first time on, on Fort Meade, but the in and out processing mm. is a little like, hmm, I thought was different yeah. from the, my past several years moving throughout the, the different installations I've been on. And so that is one thing that me and um, Mr. Foley are looking into how we can make our in and out processing better for not only our soldiers, to, but our civilians as well. Right. And then lastly, it's just the safety of all of our service members and family members and tenant civilians, contractors on, on the installation. Right. And, and it's great that you brought up the, the PCS process because that's something that's actually bled down to to where what I'm doing. I'm actually revamping the website for a PC, to create a PCS page with resources for service members, civilians, family members. It is needed. Yeah. I tell you, it is needed. Again, talking and working with Mr. Foley, that is something, as well as the other senior leaders yeah. um, that's on the installations. Since I've been here these last two months, that's one of the things that I continue to hear is the in and out process. Yeah. Um, can we, how can we fix that a little bit? And when you guys are getting onto that website when Joe's done with it, just know that Joe, as a veteran, knows what the process mm -hmm. is like. So yep. not only are you getting a new process, you're getting somebody... For, uh, who actually has experience with it versus yeah. somebody like me, <laughs> you know, <laughs> who I'm like, I don't know. Um, so I think that's um, going to be super beneficial to trying to solve some of those issues, to have somebody actually knows what the process yeah. is and can appreciate that. Sergeant Major, you just said that this isn't your first time at Fort Meade. So um, tell a little bit about um, being stationed here before and then what surprised you most about returning as the command sergeant major okay wow okay a lot <laughs> of so, so <laughs> my initial time being stationed here at Meade was back in 02 I oh, came wow. in as a uh, I guess when you say senior whatever sergeant that just recently got promoted to staff sergeant after like a month or two here on Meade and it was great I mean I was my duty station or my unit was was on the NSA campus it still is there yeah. the name has changed they call it satellite hill or something like that now in terms of the number of organizations on the installation wasn't as big as it is today. Mm -hmm. uh, we still had a golf course, of course, all 36 <laughs> holes. Um, so when we did PT, we used to run around that and, and things of that nature. So that's kind of sort of how it was, even down to in-processing. It was a process. It, the, I think you, you're no longer in the building now, but it was in the back of Ernie Powell where our in-processing location was, in-and-out processing location was at. Fast forward to where we are today, the, the one of the most surprising things is... No golf course? <laughs> I, was, I, wasn't, I wasn't surprised that the entire, the, the golf course was gone. Because the little secret of that, I used to be, I used to work at DISA. Yeah. I worked at DISA from 07 to, to on 2010 when it was still in Falls Church. And oh, so wow. during that time frame, of course, that was around Brack. And so mm. they had tons and tons of meetings at DISA about moving to Fort Meade and taking over a portion of the golf course <laughs> and all the challenges it was going to um, have with the civilians and so forth. So I was very well, I, I, I totally knew that some of the golf course was gone. Yeah. Now, 
when I got here, I did not know the entire go- yeah. the entirety of the golf course was gone. And NSA had then expanded their yes. East Campus. Yes, I think the running joke between DISA and the NSA is DISA took the first nine holes and NSA just took the rest. Yes, so, <laughs> took the rest. Took the rest. So, so, so DISA started it, but uh, NSA definitely finished I, absolutely it. Absolutely, they finished it. Um, so, so in short, though, just the sheer number of organizations and, and personnel on the installation, that is just totally shocked me. I had no idea Fort Meade is, in terms of population-wise on the installation, is the second largest yeah. military installation, right, yeah. behind Fort Bragg. Mm-hmm. Of course, size-wise, real estate-wise, of course we're not the biggest, right. but population and the way we're growing, probably within the next five years, we will be the largest. Yeah. Um, so just really, that's that's the most surprising thing to me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. A, little, a little intense, knowing that we're going to be the biggest soon. That's right. You know, it's That's interesting. Right. Makes life fun. We're going to be public affairs for the largest military installation in the United yeah. States. We get to tout that, like, you know, tell everybody. I mean, I'm touting number two. Yeah. Second yeah. Largest. Like, I'm telling, yeah. So, y'all just and, wait until we're the biggest. And, I, and I've been stationed on three of the largest installations, or two of the largest installations in the U.S. I was stationed at Fort Hood once mm-hmm. for, like, six years. And then I was stationed at Fort Bragg for a few years. And... You're Bragg. the common denominator of all of this. Know, yeah. Right? It's like wherever Joe yeah. goes. Yeah. And, and Bragg <laughs> was huge. Goes, wherever he goes, it grows. That's right. right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and Bragg was a huge installation. And then to come here and to find out our population is so massive, but to see how little real estate we have in comparison, yeah. it's amazing we could fit everybody on here. <laughs> <laughs> Most of us are on computers and not tanks. That's true. That's true. That's very true. That is true. I don't miss all the booms and the bangs, you know, when I'm trying to sleep on the weekend. (laughs) But um, so Sergeant Major, you know, as Sergeant Major, you have responsibility over so many service members. Uh, uh, We just talked about how massive the population is here. Um, What is your advice to those young service members? Well, I I can go in so many different directions with this one. But the one thing that, that jumps out to me. Um, is to those service members, service members in general, not soldiers, but service members, don't let one bad interaction or experience determine how long you Mm. plan to serve. I know most people come in with a particular goal in mind, but don't let let that bad um, experience or interaction um, determine your your time you're going to stay in the service. I mean, there are some good leaders out there. There are definitely some some bad leaders out there. And I ask those... Encourage those um, soldiers, service members rather, um, to take from each encounter yeah. Yeah. and then be the leader that they want to be. Right. Or, they, or they be the leader that they want to see. Um, and so that's that's the little nugget. Now, in terms of uh, career progression and stay hungry at those things can continue to, even though you may have an exit plan of four years, don't just start coasting the last year or so. Still be hungry all the way to the end because you never know things can change on a dime and you you're planning to get out in four years, turn to eight years. Yeah. You don't want to look back and say you wasted a year thinking you was going to get out. So that's yeah. really it. My husband's plan of four years turned into 22. Exactly. Yeah. So, and and I would say, and, I, and I, I've actually had a very similar conversation with that with other service members I know who are having a frustration with leadership and they want to get out. I'm like, guess what? We have those same problems in the civilian world. Mm-hmm. So you can still encounter bad leaders in a civilian job yep, and exactly. and 
so it's it's everywhere and so i really appreciate that advice like don't let that one bad experience yeah. or that one bad boss for lack of a better term just make you decide to throw away yeah. what something you really wanted and and, and and on the opposite side of that if you messed up like as a young service member we make mistakes oh sure you yes. know if you messed up don't it's easy when you're being punished for messing up to think that it's the worst possible outcome but it's actually an opportunity to redefine yourself. And grow. And grow, exactly. Yes. Exactly. We had a, 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 you know, back when I, it was like 20 years ago for me too. Um, it was one of those kind of mantras that the fastest way to get promoted is to prove that you can overcome the things that you've done. And, and, and so like the people who messed up, had a better opportunity of proving that they were better than what they've done. You know what I mean? And, and, and for all the ones who behaved and did the right thing, they still got promoted in time too. But it was almost like a thing where we, we realized as young service members that messing up was part of the plan, as long as it wasn't too crazy, too severe, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then you become a better so soldier and a better service member and you get promoted in time too. So I love that advice. I love to hear it from the top. You know what I mean? So. It, well, it becomes part of your story, too. Yeah. And, I mean, when you're in the, the thick of it, and you, you're right. It feels horrible. I yeah. mean, you know, I'm the true blue civilian here, but I've made mistakes, too. Now they're great stories and mm -hmm. wonderful lessons <laughs> exactly. to tell people. And I tell young people, too. I'm like, look, I I, I did I messed up, too. We yeah. all mess up. And, yeah. and I'm so glad to see newer generations just embracing that yes. that's the way it goes sometimes. Yes. But kind of going with leadership and being a command sergeant major, how do you connect with all those service members that you need? Wow. So again, for me, I, I like the direct interaction, right? So I like to get out of my office. I like to go to where the soldiers are at, especially when we start talking junior soldiers. Mm -hmm. Like even if you start at the senior level. So like, right, since I've been here in Garrison, we had a lot of senior leaders reach out. Hey, you can get an office call. You can come over. This is that. I say, we can do office call all day long, but I want to come to you. I want to see your footprint. I want to come and see, shake your hand in your office, see how your conditions are, and we can have that conversation. I, I'm going to be in my office all the time. It's my right. office, right? Yeah. So you, when you have an opportunity to get out, you know what I'm saying, to go to other people's uh, play, uh, workplace, you take that. And then yeah. when it comes to the junior soldiers and connect, first off, I'm going to be me, for one. And I, I like to think I'm a very approachable person down to earth, very authentic, authentic in terms of how I conduct myself, what I say, how I look, all those great things like that. Um, and so me going to uh, just junior, so it doesn't matter, rank in their area, I like to just strike up conversations, get to know yeah. them. And say, hey, how you doing, X, Y, and Z, and then you just have that casual conversation, have them at, at relaxed, special moment when I'm in their workspace. Yeah. Um, and just let them know I'm a normal person just like yeah. You know, so they are. Yeah. Um, I just, I just know that when I do get out and I get into people's workplace and I start talking, I get a lot of crazy eyes, like, "Well, I can't believe you here," and so forth. And it just reminds me of. I sometimes I forget. Yes, I am the command sergeant major, yeah. right? And everybody, oh, and everybody all star starstruck as if I'm a star because I don't see myself as a star mm -hmm. like that, right? Um, and then second, when I was coming up, I just didn't have. I didn't never see my let on first arm, but Stephanie saw a major, right, right? right? And so when I think about that, I can I understand why some of the junior folks do act the way they do act. Yeah. Um, but like you said earlier, 
you know, be, be, see yourself as the leader you want to be. So when you say that, it's like, I think, well, like you just said, you never saw your sergeant yeah. major. So you're going to make sure that when you're the sergeant major, you're people visible. see you, yeah. people yeah. know you. So, you know, all that yes. going on. Because, yeah. you know, when you were when you were a junior service member, you know, you probably have thought the same way. And yeah. I, I appreciate exactly. that because yeah. that's, that's, that's my kind of leader. Yeah. Yeah, it's great to know that you can connect with your leaders. I mean... Because we know in in the in the military, they're you know they have to work. It's part of what they enlisted for and what they do. But it's great to feel like you're part of a team. Yeah. Like like when you have that leader who you like that, he's cool. You know, or or she's cool. You know what I mean? I want I can work for that person. Like like I have to, but now I want to. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And that's oh, that huge. Makes, and that's that's huge. That makes a difference. Yeah. That's big. That, that, yeah, that makes a difference. Yeah. So. You and your wife both have demanding careers. Yes. And a teenager. Yes. So <laughs> how, how I'm do, exhausted just listening to right? that. Right. Like, well, let me unpack that. <laughs> because when, when that question is asked or, or when people think, ah, okay. So I have been married twice. Okay. All right. Okay. So my teenager, my daughter, my 18-year-old, who's, who actually prom is like May oh. 13th. Wow. Oh. Yep. Um. She's, she stays with her mother. Okay. So me and my wife are like going on 12 years now. Um, we are basically, I, I guess you want to say empty nested. Yeah. We, they, oh, I, don't live I see us, what you mean. Yeah. But she's like up the street. If you know. Oh, okay. Um, That's good. And so her and her dog, right? They come over all the time. And, so <laughs> and she is absolutely spoiled to the teeth. Right? Like, Your daughter or the dog? Both. Both. <laughs> <laughs> Both my I, yes, my daughter is like spoiled. Just you name it, she don't tell her I said that because she calls anything. <laughs> I, she's gonna get one. She asks I'm I'm just gonna email her a link and be like, you want to listen to this at you know, like four minutes and thirty nine seconds. So so in terms of our careers, my wife Yolanda, um, she is an OR nurse. She's been, uh, gosh, let me see. She actually she joined the military. Uh, a lot of people don't know. My wife joined the military when I, I joined. Oh wow! She joined the military when I joined back in 1996. Oh wow! Um, and she joined as a uh, scrub tech. Um, okay. And she was yes. working out at Walter Reed. She only did uh, five years. She got out as a sergeant, um, and that's when she switched over to, uh, to go to, into the nursing field because of being right. a scrub tech nurse. Um, and so once she got her degree in nursing, she ended up coming back in. Well, not coming back in, but she um, worked at Baltimore Shock Trauma in Montgomery General before wow. she ended up going back as a GS civilian at Walter Reed. Oh, wow. Um, and she had been basically since, what year? So I guess that's 2002 um, in, in terms of GS. Yeah. Um, and, and me and her met, she, when me and her met, which was 09, um, that's around the time Walter Reed was getting ready to close. Yeah. The original Walter Reed. I'm yeah. not talking about the current Walter the, Reed. You're talking about Army and, Walter Reed. Yes. Yeah. And ever since then, she's been obviously with me and me traveling. So between, uh, again, that Walter Reed, Fort Belvoir, she worked yeah. at there um, out in Hawaii at Tripler, um, San Antonio when she went to Bamsey, um, down to Gordon when she went to Eisenhower, um, and then now back wow. here, she's at the, the Naval or whatever, but that's the Walter Reed, right? Right, right. But so our careers in terms of, yes, we are early Wake up super early, yeah. get home, retire. But my wife is awesome. I, honestly, I think I 
I think I probably forgot how to cook since we've been here because <laughs> she just does it all. So she has an energy. So how we balance it, honestly, Monday through Friday, it's work. It's like yeah. we get yeah. By the time we get home, we just relax for we power down maybe that first hour. We watch a couple of shows or whatever the case may be, and then it's the next day. But yeah. the weekends is the life piece, and so yes. we make it we make it our business to to go on trips, vacations, or we call some of them staycations, where we can be in a local sure. area and just yeah. go. This is something. Do something different. Yeah. Um, we plan trips like I keep a on my little phone and my notes. All of our trips that we got planned, I can tell you. That's awesome. We just recently went to like the Babyface whatever concert. We already know we're going to Usher concert. We know that's, that's cool. We, it's, I mean, that's so weird. I didn't yeah. know Sergeant Majors was so cool. Right? <laughs> so we, we make sure that we we plan our weekends. And, that's um, awesome. And so we do certain di- different things and so forth. Now yeah. we do love doing nothing, but either way, <laughs> um, we plan it out. We have our date nights. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. awesome. So... That, so we, we make sure we um, balance it well. Yeah. No, I appreciate your, your candidness talking about that. Because, uh, you know, we all have family situations, yeah. unique family situations. And it's sometimes we need that reminder, like, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, have date night with your with your person and, you know, plan plan some trips and yeah. go to some concerts and, and do some stuff. And it's yeah. okay to... To work hard and play hard. So yeah. what I learned, um, and I think it, ever since we, yeah, I guess you get into that manager position where it's, let's say first time, you next know you like got so many different things going on and it's so easy to focus on the job, right? Yeah. Oh, we can't do this because I got this going on. You can't do this, can't do mm-hmm. And so it's like, you're trying to plan your, your personal things around the job. So as the years went on, I kind of, me and Warren kind of threw that out. We was like, okay, what do we want to do? We're going to say this is what we're going to plan. We're going to put it on the calendar. In the job, it's either they going to plan around that, or guess what? Next person up. Hey, I'm out this week. Guess what? It's Master Sergeant, whoever, Sergeant Major, whoever, you, you cover now. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I it's, love that. Because <laughs> you're absolutely right. And, and people do that all the time. I'm guilty of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm sure, you know, Joe, you've been guilty of it, too, where you just got to do the job. And then and then you're like, why? Yeah. Like, I understand why I got to do the job. But other people can do it. Other people yeah. can hold yeah. down the fort. Our, our boss is off right now. And he's I'm sure he's not worried about us one bit. <laughs> so, you know, I yeah. promised him I wouldn't burn the place down while he was gone. But that's that's yeah. really a great thing. Yeah. Uh, thing to see from such senior leadership yeah because i don't think you always see that and the people you lead they're going to go by your example yeah absolutely. so yeah. so i love and, it so and, now everybody's going to be calling off right like, sergeant major i'm i got a concert to go to and sometimes it's going by example and it's also sharing that story so yeah. that they understand they get it um because again these young soldiers officers and civilians mm-hmm. they're so driven they like the job this and they feel like yeah. they feel like everything is going to crumble and break down if they're not around and that's not the case. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's not the case. Your folks gonna come to work, and they go. They don't. Nobody. Nobody comes to work to screw up. Right. They come right. to work to try right. to make happen. Do mistakes sure. happen? Of course. Of course. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. yeah. Except for Joe, I think he comes to the office and says, "How can I drive Sherry crazy today? Let me think of one." But then I, he lets me pet the dog, so then I'm fine. Yeah, so that's it's a it. balance. That's the work-life balance that we have. But here. I will say. So, Joe, anybody who works for the garrison, I can't. We can't speak for the other ten partners, but if y'all think that you can't take a day off, yeah, 
Colonel Nyland has said it a thousand times. Take time for yourself. Take time for your family. Yep. Now the command sergeant major saying it. So yes. if you are sitting there saying, nope, I can't. You've got the, your two leaders on the garrison here saying you can absolutely yep. do it. Take your leave. And they, and they do. And yep. they do. The colonel does. You do. And that's that's really important. Um, what? So you've been you've been here at the garrison um, for what? A couple months now? Yeah. Not even a couple. What are we talking about? <laughs> well, I guess I just feel like when I saw that you were on board, I was like, Sergeant Major, you have an event coming up. I know. <laughs> and I just need to, like, hi, you don't know me yet, but you, you got this big yep. thing to do. Um, but so far, now that you've kind of got to integrate a bit, what, what's the best part about being a Garrison Command Sergeant Major? I think everything so far. Uh, and, and I guess when you say the best is I get to interact with everybody. Yeah, I I mean I just look at just this last two weeks between doing an event at the high school with military um one not knowledge and that and you got mm-hmm. the Earth Day today's event at the um Holocaust Remember you just everything yesterday I was down at MDW teaching um a portion of uh, the first song commanders course um and being the mentor for those first songs and commanders future commanders coming wow. up so. And just in a short period of time, I've done so many different things and that touched everybody, right? Mm-hmm. In terms, even down to the first event that yep. you had signed me up for. With the But it's just, it's just the ability to have just, I'm seeing like I'm everywhere. I get to touch yeah. and communicate and talk to everybody all the way down to the Fort Meade um, Alliance, yep. right? The, uh, our community partners. And, absolutely. And, yeah. and so... It's just it's just one of those interesting things that I kind of sort of expected as a garrison you would be connected, but well, I didn't realize how quickly I was going to get connected <laughs> um, with everyone. Um, and again, to include all the different senior leaders and things that we've been conversating about. So, yeah. so I, I enjoy everything. That's the, I just enjoy enjoy just being able to connect with everyone. Awesome. I love that. It's definitely, it really goes um, with the people first attitude yes, around here. Yes, exactly. And uh, this is, Fort Meade's a great place to connect with everyone. Okay, we're going to deepen our connections with you. This is my All favorite right. part. Best part. Right. Best part. Best part. So we're going to do the lightning round. We're just mm-hmm. going to ask you some quick questions just to get to know you just a, a little bit better. All right. All, All right. right. All right, let's just start it off. Favorite book. All right. So, so from being 1,000% honest, which I... Am. I'm not a big book reader. Okay. Okay. I'm That's not. Fair. I'm not. But I am a huge maker and Kobe Bryant fan. Okay. Okay. And so my book that I read with Kobe before, obviously, is passed, was Mama Mentality, and that's what that's my name. That's okay. good. And no, that's just listen to his insight and his the way he is and how yeah. you know what I'm saying he grew up and all that stuff like that the mentality. Yeah. yeah. He has. Oh, it's Mama good. Mentality. Yes, great book. So I wonder if maybe this next question you I might be leaning towards the answer that you're going to give. But what's your current uh, Netflix or streaming binge? Okay, so little secret, Star Major, right? Is I watch everything. Okay, and so I said I'm giving you a lot of information now. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're really good. We're so, so I like. watch everything, and some of the everything. The reason some of the everything is because of my wife. Okay. Here's why. Here's here's why. It's because when we start watching things together, mm-hmm. I and, and I can't continue to watch something 
if she's not there. That's right, right. That's, right. So, that's a rule. So, yes. That's, <laughs> that's so, like, that's grounds for punishment. So it causes me to find something else. Yeah. That's right. So now I may have like 40 shows I'm watching because I can't watch certain ones without. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it just makes me watch everything. I right? love how that is a rule. <laughs> and it, it's just In like every, a. Every relationship. Yep. So. So to answer the question, since I watch everything, the latest thing that I, and this is something that my wife recommended for a friend, she, a friend recommended, and and we don't watch maybe like seven episodes of it. It's uh, it's on Netflix. It's Good Girls. Yes, oh. I, good show. Yeah, and so good show. So we started watching that, and I I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. But before yeah. that, I mean, again, I'm watching Winning Time on okay. so all yeah. the different platforms. I'm watching everything. Nice. I, 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 I'm nice. A, I'm a big Marvel fan, so of course. Oh, you're speaking stuff. my language yeah, now. Yeah, uh-oh. <laughs> we do a lot of talking about Marvel and movies yep. and, and everything. Shows. I'd be sure. into those ne- those movies slowly. <laughs> like, oh, what okay, wait. That? What's your yep. What's your favorite Marvel movie? Then? Ooh, ooh, ooh. I, I don't know if it's a favorite because I like them all. Right? Well, That's a well, hard one. Which one do you consider the best one? That so, they've done? so I guess when you start talking about the characters. Because it's I got tough. an Iron Man guy. Okay. Right? Okay. And so I like the Iron Man because I like the Tony yeah. Stark, right? But yeah. when you, I personally, I just like how they, all of them connect. Right. And yeah. The, the little the Easter eggs and this yep. move and this and that. I just like trying to put everything together. Yeah. That, that's, it's fantastic. You watch Spider Man and you like, hey, or whatever, yep. Strange, you name it. It's a, something is connected some kind of yeah. way. Yeah. So you lean towards Iron Man, though. Yes. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Yes. So, so I'm, I'm interested to really see who's going to pick up that mantle, right? Yes. So I'm reading all the little things yeah. in between, and is it going to be this? And it's got this iron heart. Of yes. Like, yeah. Trust me, I'm, I'm into that. Okay. Stuff. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I have another. I feel like another podcast episode. <laughs> yes. Is here. I feel like we should do a total <laughs> pop culture Marvel podcast with Sergeant Major. Major. <laughs> I can do it. <laughs> All right, so probably been uh, stationed uh, a few different locations. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as a, um, being a sergeant major, favorite defect. So, so uh, the question I have is back. Good. So I have qu- a question back. Okay. okay, okay. Are we talking favorite defect on Fort Meade, or just favorite defect no, fa- like outside no, favorite, in general? Favorite chow hall that you've ever the, eaten. The at? favorite. Okay, all right, got it. But then the favorite. Child, I ever been to, and I was like, "Oh my God, this place is just awesome! It has everything." It was a defect out in Qatar. I don't know if y'all. And so every time, even years ago when I was in Iraq, and we had an R and R, we had Qatar was a place to go with for R and R. The defect was fabulous. Even years and years later, when Qatar wasn't the place where people did R and R anymore, but. For me, in order to go to Afghanistan, we had, we stopped through Qatar. Yeah, had changed defect, just awesome. And so I like the Qatar defect. Oh, well, if I yeah. ever get a chance, <laughs> I, I got a throwback. I was there probably around the same time as you. The Bob Hope defect on Victory North was absolutely awesome. It, it was. It was fantastic. It was. It yeah. was. So sorry, Major knows. Sorry, Major knows. He was there. The only defect I've ever been in is in Fort Meade. I thought that was pretty good. So but, yeah, well, yeah, it's pretty good. Saying, so even when you say Fort Meade, though, because NSA has uh, 
four four hats. If I'm not mistaken, I think that's the name of it. Okay. And yeah, but that's like a, that's like a full on restaurant kind of thing. <laughs> it counts. It's, it's called Does it their defense. Does it count? Yeah. They got more like a food court than mm. a. Well, hold on. Which fair. one are we talking about? I'm talking about the one that's right by their gym. Okay, well, like, I've never been over there, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't okay, know if so I'm allowed. I've, I've, been, I've been in the Pentagon. D- so now, okay, so yeah. now if we're opening up to, like, food courts Ooh. and not just, like, the well, chapel. No, no, this is th- I've been into the Pentagon one. That one's okay. I would I suspect was, that would be a good one. I thought it would be better, to well, be honest well, with you. Ta- I gotcha. I'm not talking, like, the, the eatery, like, it's in the NSC. But I'm talking, there is an actual defect that's on the NSA campus that's ran by the 707 ISR group. Right? Okay. And it's, it's four tops or something like that. And it is awesome. All right, so we need to do a field, field trip. trip around the fort. I need to get into all the defects <laughs> on the fort. All the locations. We're going to go sample all the field There you go. And do Make like it a story whole thing. And just like be like, where's the best one at? Because I didn't realize that there were so many there. And I know this has got their own yep. kind of food court yep. and things like that. So, hmm. Good idea. Sounds yeah. interesting. So, best way to spend a Saturday. All right. So, again, this is like a two-for question. Like, if it's nothing already planned, because mm-hmm. we do a mm-hmm. lot of different things. Yeah. Honestly, me and the wife, we like to just sit and do nothing. It's like a, <laughs> it's like my power down thing. Yeah. I, my Netflix or whatever, yep. HBO Max, <laughs> just watch day. I can dig and, it. And that's the day. Sometimes, like, when... It's a weekend that we have truly have nothing planned. Saturday is do nothing. Yeah, love it. On Sundays, like I do certain things in the house. Right? Yeah. I'm the laundry guy, right? Yeah. I do laundry every Sunday. Oh. I got my routine. How did your I wife do. get that? <laughs> well, not like that. He, he no, spent that. he spent many years doing his own laundry. I, I mean, I did. And, so and, did my husband. <laughs> well, well. Here, here, this again, my wife might. I don't know if she ever listened to this. So <laughs> I don't mind not listening now because you'd be like, I would do your laundry. You just don't so, let me. What it is was like my wife. I was like, okay, she's doing laundry, and she may start on Saturday, but when she actually finishes, like through Thursday. And, but by the time she finishes, it's time to gotta start again. Because it's like it was, she don't wash the load like three times because she left it, left it in the overnight. Yeah. <laughs> can't do that. I'm it like, happens. I'm like clockwork. <laughs> 40, however many, 45 minutes is finished. I hit a buzzer, boom, we switching. That's good. I'm, yeah. I'm, that's so. That's good. So yeah, I, I'm the laundry guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I am the laundry Oh no, that that is good. I appreciate like those those days of doing nothing. Yeah. I, I, when I know yeah. those days are coming, I make sure I've got like snacks in the house yep. and everything because yeah. I'm not leaving at yes. all. Yes. Uh, yeah, and my daughter, like, I'll make a move from the couch. I'm like, that's my spot. Like, <laughs> yep. like, get out. Like, pay the bills. You can have a spot on the couch. Um, favorite memory as a junior enlisted soldier? All right. So I only have so many years as a junior. So you know what? My time spent in Germany. So mm. from 96 to 98, it's countless of memories. Like just the friends, I ain't going to go into other detail, but it great time. that time was great. Yeah. In <laughs> I just it's just my time in Germany as a junior enlisted soldier was off the charts. Awesome, like, I, I really loved it. And I, I was in Germany, I was in Heidelberg but initially yes. when I first got there. I was in Hanna, I was only in Hanna for like a handful of days, and 
Then I ended up going up to Heidelberg, up part of 5th Corps, the Assistant Corps Engineers. And so I think the thing that really, really made me love it is in 97, on my birthday, my, my birthday is August 11th, um, my brother got stationed to Germany. Oh, very cool. And, and so in the location, he went to, gosh, it was not Mannheim, it was uh, Wurzburg. He was stationed Wurzburg. in Wurzburg. Um, and he just so happened to get stationed and go to a location where me and my buddy, but my buddy's name was Chico back in the day, <laughs> where we used to go like every weekend. Yeah. That was the reason why we used to go up there every weekend. But <laughs> we, we used to go every weekend and my brother got stationed to the same place and so it was fantastic. just off the charts like fantastic. had so much fun yeah. being young and in Europe I can't imagine oh, a better man. oh man it was there, there's a reason <laughs> young people go and backpack through Europe yep, like I mean exactly. it's, I, it, I bet it was, it was amazing it, it, was, it was it was we need so. to have like an after after the podcast podcast yes. hear the actual stories yes exactly yeah. yeah Germany Germany my yes excellent well, I feel like we've learned an awful lot about you, Sarah Major. Right. It's been a genuine pleasure to have you on the show. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to add? No. Um, I, well, first off, thank you guys for inviting me. I really didn't know what it was going to be like. I, I, I mean, I brushed my hair and all that stuff just in case I was on camera. <laughs> um, but, uh, but no, um, I, I appreciate, again, everything about this right here set up. And we definitely could do a... A Marvel remake. Yes. <laughs> yes. Shoot, we can probably bring a bunch of people around. Like <laughs> that would be yeah, pretty awesome. We, we gotta do something so like good. that. Um, but no, again, thank you guys for having me and Thanks for tuning in. Remember, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as iTunes. We're also on divotshub.net. If you search Fort Meade Declassified.